Welcome to the Magic in Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Biltz. I am an intuitive business coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs who want to learn nervous system and strategy for six figures and beyond. I'm a boy mom to two boys. I curse like a sailor. I'm a headstrong Aries and projector in human design. And I've built two successful online businesses in the past seven years helping women just like you. I am so excited you're here. So let's dive in. Hi there, and welcome to the third episode in this series for Clarity to Clients. I am going to kick this episode off by first just letting you know that (laughs) my house is so loud, you guys, and it it just is what it is. And sometimes when I'm recording podcasts, I'm like, oh my God, they can probably hear the kids upstairs running around on the hardwood floors, the baby screaming, Jackson laughing, and that's just my life. And I know you get that, but I'm just letting you know ahead of time that that's going to happen, most likely. Okay, let's get into it. I am so, 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 so freaking excited. So for the first two episodes, we really got into getting clarity in your mindset and in your thoughts. And then in the second episode of this series, we talked about clarity with your emotions. And I know that hopefully those made sense of like why those things are so impactful to you creating clients. Those things are so, so, so important for creating clients. But today we're gonna get even more tangible. And what I want to talk about is creating clarity with your client generating beliefs. You want to get clear on the beliefs that you're going to choose to hold about your clients because this impacts everything. Because how you see your people is how they show up for you. I'm going to say that again because it's so freaking important. How you see your people is how they show up for you. So I hope you have something out to take notes (laughs) because I know when I'm listening to a good podcast, I'm like taking so many notes on my phone so I can come back and read them again and again and again, because once you get this, your marketing is going to shift so much. You're going to create so much clarity in your messaging and your content. And because you feel so clear and certain on who you're talking to, everything is going to mirror that. So people don't show up or let me say this a different way. How you see people is how they show up for you. And there's been studies done on this. There was a study done I I might butcher a little bit of the details, but whatever, you'll get the picture. There was a study done where there was a group of students given to a teacher and the teacher was told that these students are all extremely, extremely gifted and intelligent. And she went through the school year believing that they were extremely intelligent and gifted. And so she really challenged them and she gave them higher level content. And lo and behold, at the end of the year, those children performed exceptionally well and they had amazing grades and they performed as if they were extremely gifted and intelligent. However, this was just a normal group of kids. They actually weren't above average intelligence. They just told her that they were. Now, the same group of kids were given to another teacher. And again, this is just an average intelligence group of children and told these children are very challenged. They have some learning disabilities. They aren't as intelligent. They're slower. And that is the belief the teacher had same group of children though, right? And she spent the whole year teaching them. And then what happens? They struggle. They didn't get the best grades. They really, really performed poorly and they appeared to have learning disabilities. Now, all this is to say that it's not that the children were smart or were, or were unintelligent. It's that how the teacher saw them impacted so much of the results they got. And this has been shown over and over and over again. I'm trained in NLP, and one of the things we learn in NLP and hypnosis is that 
especially for hypnotherapy, if you don't believe that the person you're doing hypnosis with can be hypnotized, they won't be. Your belief plays such a factor in that. So when I'm doing hypnotherapy, I have to go in fully convicted that yes, this person is going into hypnosis. Otherwise, it 100% affects all of the outcomes, all of the results. How you see people is how they show up for you. This happens with our kids too. If you consciously or unconsciously see one of your children as bad or a problem, they're going to start to exhibit more and more problem behaviors versus focusing and choosing to see the good that they're doing, the positive aspects about them. This will bring, oh my gosh, that was so loud. (laughs) That sounded like somebody just dropped a hammer on the floor above me. Anyway, um, you will bring that forward in them with your children. So same thing with your clients. So what I want you to think about as you're listening to this episode, and this will be pretty short and sweet because this isn't a complex subject. This isn't like something that has to take a lot of time. This is a matter of just intentionally thinking about it until it becomes natural to think about your people in this way. Does that make sense? So the more you practice thinking about your people in the way you want to think about them versus your limiting beliefs about them, the more this will become natural until one day you wake up and you just naturally think about your people in the most positive light. So the first thing I want you to think about is get clear on the version of your person that you want to talk to and talk to them on their best day. This is Nobody teaches this. Nobody teaches to talk to your person on their best day. What we tend to do is all of our marketing and all of our content and messaging is focused on us thinking about the version of our person on their worst day, the day when they can't afford it, the day when they're stressed about money, the day when they're feeling really down. That's literally what we're thinking about when we're making content and then we're wondering why it's not landing or why all of our audience is showing up as I can't afford it, which you're always going to get some of that. Don't get me wrong, but We're wondering why people are showing up in this way. And it's like, well, that's how you're talking to them. You're literally talking to the version of them that you don't want to call forward. So instead, when you go to make posts, you go to make content, speak to the power in your people, see them in their power, see them, imagine that person on their best day. They're killing it. They're so happy. They feel so confident. They feel so secure. They feel fucking amazing. And that's who all of your content and your messaging can be directed towards and should be directed towards. Because the more you talk to that version of them, the more they come forward in that version of themselves. So that's such a simple marketing hack that I want you to start implementing is power sells to power. I just did a masterclass on this. Power to sells to power. We've all been taught to speak to the fear in our people, the lack in our people, the worry in our people. And all that does is call forward parts of them that can't afford, can't afford us or have a lot of objections or have a lot of excuses instead of just seeing the power in your people because it's 100% there and just choosing to only speak to that part of them. So speak to your client on their best day. Okay. Now, the next thing I want you to do is get clarity on the beliefs you need to hold about your clients for them to be your client. So what I mean by that is what are some beliefs that you can choose and you can cultivate and you can think that are client creating beliefs. And we want to just give these a little bit more airtime. I'm not saying you have to be a positive patty and think positive thoughts 24 seven and that creates clients. No, what I'm saying is you're always going to have a lot of thoughts. Some are going to be positive. Some are going to be negative. Let's just give a little more airtime to the beliefs that create clients. 
okay? So what are some client generating beliefs that you wanna practice? I'm gonna give you some examples of ones that I really resonate with and that I practice and I think intentionally, like these are the intentional things I'm telling my brain to think on a daily or weekly basis. But play around with it. I really want you to journal on it. Oh my gosh, can you hear my kids upstairs? It is so loud. I think they're playing tag. Anyway, <laughs> you're probably like, Cassie, I don't care. I'm a mom. I get it. Okay, so some of the, some examples of client generating beliefs that I hold is number one, my most perfect fit clients are already in my vortex at all times because a lot of people think you got to go out and get clients and listen for the long-term health of your business. Yes. You always want to be bringing new people into your world. That's super important that your strategy includes a way to grow your audience. But sometimes we get so focused on audience growth or thinking, Oh, I don't have enough people in my audience that we think that there's nobody there right now, ready to buy right now. So one of the beliefs I practice is I don't need to go out and get clients. They're already here. They're in my vortex. They're not something I have to go find. I don't have to go become something else. So then they'll manifest in my reality. They're here right now. All that I need to do is just be here because they're here. You're like, I just need to show up. I just need to do the things that I said I was going to do. They're already here. Another client generating belief I love is people love to read my emails. People love to hear from me. My people fucking love to hear from me. I email pretty much five days a week. Why? Because I love to send emails and I love that my people love to read them. Not everybody, my people, right? The people like my most nourishing clients, they fucking love to read my emails. And I just hold that belief. So then when I'm writing an email, I'm not getting into, oh my God, am I being annoying? Do people not want to hear from me? No, I don't, I don't even think that at all. I think this is so much fun because I'm really in that experience of choosing that belief that people want to hear from me. Another client generating belief I have is the more I show up as a clear and convicted coach, the more my audience shows up as clear and convicted. So the more I'm in confusion and I'm in doubt and I'm in insufficiency and I'm wavering in my energy and I don't know if I should do this. I don't know if I should do that. I'm overthinking everything, right? Talking about episode one and two of this series, the more my clients are going to show up like that. But if I show up as convicted and certain and sure the more my audience and my ideal clients are going to show up as convicted and certain and sure. They're just going to mirror me. They're always going to mirror me. And part of that is because they're going to, they're unconsciously going to feel my nervous system and feel safe. When I'm showing up with certainty, they show up with certainty because they feel so safe in my energy. I feel safe. I feel certain. The more I show up as a clear and convicted coach, the more my clients show up as clear and convicted. The more I show up as a, as a coach versus just like a person spinning in confusion, the more people show up as a client. Um, let me think of some other ones. I'm thinking of these off the top of my head. So another client generating belief that I have is that my people get it. This is a really big one that I, in full transparency, have really been working on this month. Because I had a story looping in my head that people just don't get it. They don't get, they don't get what the mastermind is about. My messaging is off. They're just not getting it. It doesn't make sense. Something isn't clicking, right? And I think that's a story we go to a lot. And I just realized, no, my most perfect fit clients get it. I communicate it clearly. I communicate it consistently. I communicate it with being from a place of being compelled and convicted. 
they get it. I just get to decide that they understand and I will continue to share, but they, they get it right now. And this is where we have to hold like the duality of entrepreneurship of everything I've already done is enough. Everything I've already done is enough to create clients right now. That is such a fucking income generating thought, such a client generating thought. And at the same time, I still can continue to get better. I can continue to get better at my messaging so that my people get it. I can continue to get better at my content. I can continue to work on my copy and my, my faith, my belief, my relationship with money. Like I can continue to get better and better and better while also simultaneously holding the belief and the knowing that everything I've done gets to be enough. And that is such a duality that I have struggled to hold until recently. Like, I feel like I'm finally to that place where I'm like, oh, it clicks. You know what I mean? But it didn't click for a long time. It always felt like it, it always felt like I had to do more. It always, it wasn't the duality. I was always thinking, no, it needs to get better. Copy needs to get better. Messaging needs to get better. It's not enough. It's not good enough. It's not perfect, right? The perfectionist in me was coming in and it's like, no, it all gets to be enough right now to sign your next two, three, four, five clients. Everything you have right now is enough to bring in the clients who are already there in your sphere. That's a client generating belief. That's a, that's a money generating belief. Um, I just had another one pop into my head and I totally, Oh, Oh, this is another one. I love to think as a mom, because as a mom, you know, there's phases where, (laughs) or days where you're like, I didn't really do anything for my business. I was busy momming. One of the things I love to remind myself is everything I've done up until now gets to be enough. It, It gets to keep working for me. This is another big one that I had to practice intentionally thinking because I always kind of thought or unconsciously was in the belief that if I didn't do anything today, I wasn't moving the needle forward. But everything you've done up to now gets to keep working. All of your old podcasts, all of your old content, all of your old emails, wherever you're, you know, whatever you're doing, it gets to keep working for you. You get to be in receiving mode all the time. It never ends just because you're not doing something because your doing has nothing to do with receiving. And that's a topic for another day, but so many of us have attached doing to receiving. Like if I'm not doing, I can't receive. But what if you could just receive, receive, receive? You are always receiving, actually, all the time. You just are. You you may think it's because you're doing, but that's actually not true. If you really look at your world and your reality, you are receiving all the time. You're receiving oxygen to breathe. You're receiving water on a daily basis if you're listening to this podcast. You're receiving internet access and Wi-Fi. You're receiving love from your family or friends or your clients. You're, You're receiving food, you're receiving fresh air outside, you name it. Like you're always in receiving mode. I think our brain likes to get into this drama of, oh, the receiving mode has turned off. Like if you've ever had a dip, this is such a side tangent, but it's coming through. So I'm going to share. If you've ever had a dip in income, it's just so easy to be like, oh my God, I turned off receiving mode. I'm not receiving right now. I need to work on receiving. And it's like, you already fucking know how to receive. Your brain is overthinking this. Your brain is braining. And it's making a problem out of something that is not a problem. It is normal for money to ebb and flow. It will flow. But telling yourself the story of I have trouble receiving is not helping things. Instead, next time you tell yourself the story of I have trouble receiving, whether that's clients or money or anything else, I want you to just remind yourself this is just a story. 
and look for evidence of how you're already receiving and how easy and natural it is for you. It's your natural state. Receivership is your natural state. It's just what you do all day, every day. So thinking you're not receiving clients or you're not receiving money is just an illusion and it's just a distraction. So that was like, like I said, a really super side tangent, (laughs) but I just went with it because it was coming through and I wanted to share it with you. So I want you to journal on what are some client generating beliefs that I'm going to now practice thinking. A belief is just a thought you've thought over and over and over again. A belief is just a decision at the end of the day. Ultimately, nothing has any truth. So you get to just decide these things. All right, I'm going to wrap up this episode. I hope you enjoyed this series. If you haven't listened to episode one and two yet, you can go back and listen to them on the podcast. But share this on your stories if you loved it and tag me. My handle is Cassie Biltz. Follow me for more if you're not already. Uh, I mostly post on the gram, but I also love sending emails, as you know. Um, I also have a TikTok now. If you look up the Energetics Coach, you'll find me on TikTok. I try to be consistent there, but (laughs) TikTok is really fun, but... I I do have some really, really good content there if you want to follow me. And until then, I will see you on next week's episode. Adios. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. And of course, if you're ready to join the Holistic Business Mastermind, I'd love to invite you in. I want you to imagine a business that aligns perfectly with your authentic self where success isn't about constant striving, but rather embracing your present self as enough. Because when you work from that place of self-sufficiency and contentment, you're working from the energy of it's done and you're able to effortlessly step into your next level and gain unwavering confidence to sell and succeed. In the mastermind, you'll cultivate inner calm and power regardless of what's going on in your external world, and you'll discover the strategies that not only work but feel good and develop the emotional and nervous system skills for more joy, more abundance, more clients, more money, all the things that you're so ready to create. This mastermind is your journey to becoming the true magic in your business because you have to own that you are the magic. I don't have all the answers. Nobody has all the answers. You do. And in the mastermind, you're going to learn how to show up in your business from a place of complete certainty and conviction and unwavering self-leadership so that month after month, you get better and better and your goals come quicker and quicker. The momentum builds and you feel a complete safety in yourself and in your business. Our portal trainings inside the mastermind cover everything to build a solace solid business foundation from time mastery to client attraction to intercom and goal achievement. If you are ready to join us and transform your business by embracing your authentic power, I would love to invite you in. You can click the link in the show notes for an application. And if you have any questions or you want to chat and just make sure it's a good fit, shoot me a message on Instagram. My handle is Cassie Biltz and I'd be more than happy to have a conversation. All right. I love you and I'll catch you in the next episode.